Welcome to the Universe is Talking podcast, season three, episode five. I'm your host, King. And I'm your host, Aja. And today's episode is going to be one of our requested episodes. We have another one coming up later on this season. Today's topic is, why would he cheat after all of this time? And Aja is going to actually start this one off for us. This was This was requested for the podcast, but it was sent to her directly. So she's actually going to start this one off. And because it was sent to me directly, King made sure I was the person to start this conversation. Even though, how the hell am I supposed to know why he's going to cheat after 15 years? It's stupid. It's stupid. But I do have some thoughts. I didn't know how I was going to start this, but I think, and I've said this before, I'm very repetitive but I think that's because everything happens for a reason. And we are the universe that is talking and the universe constantly sends so many messages and sends it in loops so that we can continue to try to get the lesson from it. So in each season, we have like a theme very unintentionally, like we have this theme. And I'll tell you because King is chaotic and I'm much more orderly how we're able to manage together is a mystery, but we're able to do it. And even with that chaos and order, the universe continues to send this message over and over within our seasons. So each season has a theme that we did not plan. This season seems to be about like a self thing, like a self development of each person that can be in a relationship and the growth that occurs within us and how that can ultimately be an issue for our partner. So why would he cheat after 15 years? He's changed. Cheating is a violation. No question about it. It's a violation of a contract whether it's a legal contract or an understanding that two people at minimum have made. Um, And whatever that understanding was, was not, um, was violated. Someone didn't do what they said they were going to do. But the reality is, as human beings, we sometimes do not do (laughs) what we say we're going to do. We sometimes do the opposite. We sometimes serve ourselves because in marriages, since this topic is specifically about a marriage, in a marriage, you're kind of with this person. You've made this vow that you're not going to forsake any others or forsake this person for anybody else. Um, And that you're going to like stick through the test of time. But no one really tells you when you make that vow what that really looks like. How many challenges are going to come up against your marriage during the course of a lifetime? And like how to manage those changes. No one tells you how to be with someone through all the changes that you're going to go through, whether they're individual or whether they're in your relationship. No one tells you. You just have to figure it out. Kind of like raising children. No one tells you. You want a baby. You know, they look cute. You're like, okay, I want a baby. But no one tells you this thing is going to shit 
a lot. <laughs> you're going to have to be responsible for cleaning it up. And not only that, like you're going to be responsible for feeding it. You're going to have to have the money to do that. You got to keep this thing alive and like hope to not mess this child up so that they can be productive, loving creatures like you are. It's a lot of work. And so is a marriage. So no one prepares you for that lifetime commitment. They just say that it's something that we're supposed to want, something that we're supposed to have. And we usually make this vow without considering all that it's going to take. So why would he cheat after 15 years? Because he made a vow at one time when he believed, hopefully, that he could keep it. But in 15 years, things have changed. Not necessarily that his wife has changed for the worse. Not necessarily that he's changed for the worse, but he has maybe different needs. He wants to explore different things. He wants to feel a different way um, that he can't or feels like he cannot feel with the person that he's made the commitment to. One of the things I said before is about how we all change, but in a marriage, you're allowed to change in a marriage. You, you are. I think that that is, um, a lot of people say like you're, you're kind of confined. You don't have the freedom to be who you are when you marry someone. That's a lie. Not if you marry the right person and not if you continue to communicate but the problem is that most people do not communicate through their changes because they're afraid that this person will not accept them as they change. When the person married you, you were this way. I'm talking mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically, but you were a certain way and that's the person they fell in love with. So now here you are, you want to, um, I don't know, like you want to give up you know, a career that's paying all the bills and you want to live off the grid and you want to like find a spot somewhere where you're not even attached to government. Like no one knows where you are. And your husband is into having six figures coming into the house all the time. But you're like, look, I want to be on a farm. You know, I want to <laughs> grow all of our food. I don't want to, like, I don't need money. Like, how do you arrive at that and then expect this person that married you with the idea that you're going to have all these financial experiences and benefits, how do you expect them to be there with you? Well, as you were changing and becoming this, you know, off the grid person, did you talk to him? Did you talk to her? Did you say like, these are the things I've been exploring. I've been seeing, you know, articles about it. I know someone who's like this. This is something that's fascinating to me. And this way you can study this together. Now, I'm not saying that as you come to this place, that this person that you're committed to is going to be there with you. They may not. But you know what? They may also balance you. Say, okay, listen. This off the grid shit ain't for me. I can't see myself going all the way that direction. But some of the things that you've mentioned, I kind of like the idea of that. I like the idea of us not being held to these, these standards. And I like the idea of growing our own food. I, I feel like 
we should have healthier living anyway. So your spouse may want to take some of those things that you've been thinking about and wanting to incorporate into your lifestyle so that there's a balance. And a lot of people say, well, you know, now you're compromising. Their marriage is compromise. It's not all compromise and you shouldn't have to compromise everything. But marriage is compromise, not because you don't deserve to have everything you want and they don't deserve to have everything they want, but you've decided to be with this person. You've decided that. And so because you made that decision and it's not a decision like a boyfriend, girlfriend, okay, I'm done with you. This is lifetime. This person has let everything go to join their lives with you. The least you can do is maybe consider a few things. And who knows? Because life moves at, it's like ebbs and flows, King. It ebbs and flows. Like we think we're at one point and we think it's going a certain direction. And then something switches. So who's to say that the things that you've been studying, the things that you brought your spouse in on, and they are now studying, isn't preparation for something that will be happening in the future. Because the universe is constantly talking. Maybe that's what's happening. So there's a little bit of compromise in this moment. But what if five years from now, things are so terrible in this country that everything that you said you wanted is now the thing your husband wants or your wife wants. You know what? You was fucking right. I'm tired of this shit. And you've already gone halfway there. You've already prepared your mind for the change. The beauty of marriage is that you have someone. You literally have a partner in this world. A partner. If you do it right, you have someone that everything that you are experiencing, you have this person to be there with you through it. They are not supposed to have your same thoughts. They are not supposed to have your same feelings. They are supposed to be different. They are supposed to challenge your thinking. They're not supposed to make you feel bad, but they are supposed to challenge your thinking. Sometimes they push you in a direction you're uncomfortable with, but it's going to be the very best thing for you. That is your partner in life. That's the blessing of marriage. So why after 15 years would someone decide I'm going to violate all this shit? Because you guys haven't been doing what you needed to do up until that point to be a couple. I put no blame on anybody except the blame for him violating the relationship. But everything that happened up to that point, I don't know about. And before we switch to King's point of view, I want to say this. I am very firm about this. I don't care who talks about their marriage. Anybody can talk about their marriage to me. They can say that their man is this, that, and the other, or he could say his wife is this, that, and the other. I take no sides ever. Because how the fuck do I know what's going on in your marriage? No one knows what's happening in someone's marriage or in their house, period, except the people that live there. Those are the only people that know what's going on in that relationship. 
So I never like when someone's like talking bad about their spouse, I never take a side. One of the things that bothers me about this Will Smith and Jada Smith thing is that people get mad at Jada for the shit she says. Now I'm mad at both of them because they talk too fucking much. Okay. Or even the shit that she don't say. Right. Right. I get mad at them because they talk too much, because they put their marriage out there for this criticism. I hate that. I hate that. But what I'm saying is I find that certain women are very sympathetic to Will. Certain men are very sympathetic to Will. But I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck Will has done. I don't know what he's done. I don't know what he says. I don't know what he said. Maybe there's a lot Jada's not saying about what Will is like as a husband. Maybe a lot of the things that she has done has been in response to the things that he has done. Maybe some of the things that he has done has been in response to the things that she has done. Who knows what the fuck is actually happening in their marriage except them? Even their children can only give a point of view because how many conversations do you have with the person you're with? Even if you're not married, you're just in a relationship. How many intimate conversations do you have that nobody's around for? How many things do you whisper in that person's ears when you're inside of them? How many things do you say when you're walking down the street with this person? How many times have you done and said something that was went a little too far? How many times have you chipped? away at confidence in a relationship to the point that now this person can no longer have it. No one else knows that stuff, but the two people in a relationship. So I can't take anybody's side. The person that came to me, I believe that person to be someone who wouldn't do anything that like pushes their person to violate a relationship. And there's really no good reason to cheat. You can leave, but cheating happens anyway. Cheating happens anyway, even if you do all the things right. Cheating happens. So why the fuck did he do it? I don't know. Why would anyone do it? I don't know. Some people are liars. Some people love new pussy. I mean, I've heard men love new pussy. Ain't nothing better than pussy than what? New pussy? I heard that. I don't know if that's what it was. Oh, the other thing about this before we switch to your point of view, this was important to note that when this person sent this to me, they said that the person that her husband cheated with after 15 years of marriage, and she's a good wife. This is what she said. She said she's a good wife, but after 15 years of marriage of being and being a good wife, he cheats with someone much younger who lives down the street, which is fucked up lives down the street and lives with her parents. That person that lives down the street and lives with the parents doesn't expect much. Okay, let's assume that this young person isn't young, young, young. Let's assume this person is yeah, younger. You know, just younger. Yeah, now, so let's assume right there of age, right? Uh, well, definitely of age, but I'm saying like even of age that could be on their own. I mean, you got the legal age and then you got like what I consider adult because I feel like when my child hits 18 and he, either of them hit 18, do I really consider them 
No, 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 we ain't talking about that. I'm wait, saying I'm like 20s. she's in her 20s. Yeah. So now, assume- I know she got some great pussy though. Because she ain't doing that. No, 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 no. Not because of that. Because it's 20s that don't have no pussy to be given away for free. But that's another topic. But I know she got great pussy because she ain't doing shit. She ain't taking care of no bills. She has no responsibilities whatsoever. She still live with her parents. She got nothing but great pussy. She probably doing things to make the great pussy greater pussy. Unfortunately, he got trapped up in that shit. Mm-hmm. So he he clearly wasn't looking for another wife. He wasn't looking for someone with responsibility. He wasn't looking for a grown woman that was about her shit. He got fascinated with the appearance of what could possibly be some great pussy. And then he got that great pussy and found out it was great pussy. And now, by the time that we got the request for this particular topic, he's fucking up his marriage over this great pussy. So here I go. I'm here. Okay. We're going to talk about it. Um, now, because this is a requested topic from an actual person, this isn't one of our wild topics that we could just have fun and play with. I'm going to take... Uh, the approach of this being the actual person that requested this topic and I'm going to be gentle with it. I can't say what's going to happen in the in the middle of me being gentle with it, but just know that I'm beginning this with being gentle. So <clears throat> I agree with everything that I just said. I don't have any notes for this topic. We, we both have gone away from taking notes from the topics. We're season three now. We know what we're doing. But when I thought about this topic and what I would want, what I feel about the topic, first of all, and what I would want to say, it can, it started with what Aja talked about, and that was change. And whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in a marriage, whether you're single or not, you change. We all change. Is life is inevitable. So the first thing I want to speak to is there was clearly a point in the marriage where he changed, and. Aja and I both agree that he clearly didn't communicate this change. Wherever the change came from, whether it came from him, whether something you have evolved to one way or the other sparked this change in him, something happened and he changed, but he didn't communicate that to you. That's where this begins with. So we would love to know when did the change start? And only he can answer that. So for the person that requested this topic, we're not necessarily asked. I'm not necessarily asking you where did the change start, but I would love to know from from him. Where did the change start? What what was it that sparked this change within him? And why did he feel like he couldn't come to you and communicate this change? In relationships, especially ones that tend to last for a long period of time. And when I'm saying relationships, I'm speaking of marriage as well. There's going to be some change. The beauty of it is when you could come to your partner and tell them, hey, in Aja's scenario, it was, I want to go off the grid completely. But in in my scenario is, hey, I want to start fucking with some hoes. Are you down for us to start fucking with some hoes? <laughs> and if she say no. Why? <laughs> But if she say no, you got to respect it because we're we're trying to form a contract on this. If the agreement is yes, then it's going to be yes. And if the agreement is no, 
is going to be no. And you have whoever the person is that came with whatever the change is, you have to honor your partner if they shut down your request for whatever the change is, because your change is not necessarily for your partner. Now, if you found the perfect partner, and I do literally mean perfect, not a fantasy perfect or some made up perfect. If you truly found the perfect partner who's down to go through the changes with you side by side, then that's excellent. That's amazing. But if you found a partner who's not open to whatever change you're suggesting, whatever change you're experiencing in your personal life, either honor that and, and honor the contract between you and your partner or get all the way out and explore your change to the fullest of your abilities because now we have someone who's been in this marriage for 15 years. So obviously she's committed to the marriage. She's given her entire self to the marriage in some form or another. And now her entire, her entire world is, is blown away because he's fucking with the young girl who lived with the parents who got the great pussy, according to King, but who has the great pussy. And it don't make sense in her head at all because she's taking care of the household. She's cooking for him. She's washing his clothes. You know, the things that women do when they have their husband. She's doing all of the things that a wife does. I don't know her at all, but I know she's doing this. Because you know why I know this? Because if she wasn't doing it, he wouldn't be cheating. He's doing it because she's taking care of everything. And you go out and That's cheat. Huh? I got to talk my shit. I know how That's this it. Um, But yeah, so he go out and get somebody that can't even do the beginning stuff of what she's doing for the household. So I, I fully understand how you don't get it and how you don't understand it. He might be having a midlife crisis where he recognizes he's getting old and he's trying to figure out if he still got it. Maybe he never had it to begin with, but now that he's older, he got this young girl. And again, she don't know shit. A week. She ain't sent us the topic, so I could care less about whatever <laughs> going on with her. I just know she got great pussy, but ain't nothing else behind that great pussy. That's all I know. So, he, he come across this young girl who don't have shit, don't want shit. And he's fucking her, sacrificing his marriage for this young girl. He might be giving her some money, though. So mm -hmm. bad enough, he's taking a dick outside of the home and breaking the contract because there was never an agreement for him to fuck this young girl. But now he's also taking the finances outside of the home which is another broken contract. So now we're on two broken contracts all over this young girl who ain't got shit that lived with her parents, but she got great pussy. So far, the math ain't mathing at all. It's still equaling zero. If it was equal in one, we could be getting somewhere, but we still at zero over this young girl with the great pussy. I just got to keep repeating that because that's all this is about. This is just about the young girl with great pussy. <clears throat> so yeah, allegedly new pussy is the greatest pussy ever but in the, in the prince i read machiavelli said that he came across some holes that he had never explored before in the territory that he had never explored before either and in this particular territory the young girls didn't have great pussy and machiavelli said 
it wasn't like that in his days when he was younger and was conquering great pussy in his younger days. He said something happened during the internet era and age where the, the value of great pussy had dramatically decreased and he no longer had interest in finding new pussy because the new pussy was no longer great. Very, That was very interesting. I, I enjoyed that particular chapter a lot. You got to show me that chapter. I want to read it. Off the podcast, I'll show you. Okay. This That particular chapter is not for the podcast. Okay. So, <clears throat> if he's reached this age at his old ass age, where now he wants to find new great pussy, good luck to him. Because look what, it, he's already at a very bad start to this mission that he's on. The great <laughs> pussy that he found is broke as hell living with her parents and can't do shit for him. So what's it all for? <clears throat> is is he only looking to get his dick wet outside of his home? I mean, he could go to the basement and get his dick wet and put some porn on or something. Still be well, in the household. That hmm? doesn't do anything. You know, that, that for doesn't... Him. For him. I don't, we don't know him, but maybe he was never that guy that was really getting women because that's an issue with men. If, if they were never getting women before, at some point when they think they can get women, they lose their motherfucking mind. And in the process of losing their mind, they lose their house, they lose their wife, they lose their kids. And it's not until all of that is gone, they lose their job, they lose their money. And it's not until all of that is gone that they realize, damn, I fucked up. Yeah. But the bad part about it is but before he realizes how much he fucked up and that he fucked up, you have to feel the pain. You as the wife in this in this scenario specifically. And it could happen the opposite way. It could be it happens to husbands as well. But for this requested topic, you as the wife have to feel this pain. So now that we've covered what could possibly cause him to cheat and go outside of the marriage and the contract, which is to be your husband and come to you no matter how good or bad things may be. Now that we've explored how he's gotten to this point, now we have to ask you the question, what are you prepared to do about this now? Mm. Because at some point, you got to put a stop to allowing yourself to feel this hurt go to bed crying, wake up crying. You got to put a stop to allowing yourself to be in a state of confusion of why. Because it's natural for you to start there, but you can't allow yourself to end there. Now, we got to get you to do whatever you have to do to take yourself out of this misery away from him. If he's at that stage in his life where he has to have this young girl, let him have her. And you just don't need to have him. He can have her and you don't, you won't have him and he can go on his merry way and have her all that he wants. If, if you want to stay in this for whatever the reason might be. And again, we've, I, one thing that Aja and I do, and we do this purposely, we always repeat this over and over. We don't judge anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. If you decide that you want to stay in this, have the conversation with them. Look, I understand that you've been doing this. 
I was heartbroken over it. I am heartbroken over it, but I want us to work this out. Maybe you and him can have a conversation where you can get some understanding of what he's looking for moving forward. And once you have that understanding, you can understand how to be his wife in that, if that's what you want to do. A new contract, a new understanding. Right. right. But let me just add this into that part. If if that's what the con the new contract becomes, he needs to be 100% clear that there will never be another contract moving forward if he doesn't come to you up front prior mm -hmm. to doing anything at all and let you know whatever the change is that he's experiencing. Mm -hmm. You said a couple of things that I think was really important. Um, one of which is, oh shoot, what did you just say? What are you prepared to do now? Um, now that you know, you know, like what are you prepared to do? Because he loses you, you lose him. And I, I've had this thought, it might have been a couple of weeks ago, um, the universe was talking, and I thought about how we've got to be okay with people not having us. One of the hardest things for a woman, Hold I on for feel. a second. Okay, you back on, you back in sync. Your, your voice was faster than your mouth, but we good now. Um, one of the things that I feel like the universe was saying to me is that as women, we have a really hard time being okay with someone losing us. Like once we enter into someone's life and we think of like how glorious we are, how wonderful we are, how perfect we are for this person, um, we're often thinking of how perfect we are for someone and not how perfect they are for us. That's number one, whether they truly are or whether we're, we're romanticizing some of their good qualities and making them so much bigger. We ignore all the signs that this might not be a lifetime partner. Maybe this is just someone for the period of time that we're going through, but this isn't someone to share your whole life with. That's number one. But number two, once we've made the decision and we've gone that far and we've become husband and wife and we've built this life for this person, and we've given up a lot of our own dreams to be a wife, which isn't always the best thing. You know, I'm one of the first people to tell you, you will make some sacrifices in your marriage, but there should be some things that you don't sacrifice for anybody, not for no one. You don't sacrifice you. Whatever it is that makes you you, whatever it is that is honoring you to keep you whole, you don't give those things up for your husband. You don't give them up for your wife. Because if you aren't honoring yourself, if you aren't loving yourself, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you give away yourselfness, your love for yourself, if you do things that hurt and harm you, then how are you loving this person? Because you can't even love you. You're not even doing for you. That's number one. Maybe number two. But let's just say you have all those things in place and something, this person has violated your trust, violated your ability to be able to be in this relationship and believe in it. 
you got to be okay with them not fucking having you. So what if you're wonderful, you're perfect? One of the things that, you know, I point out or I felt was just the strongest thing in what she sent me was that she told me how good of a wife she was. And sometimes we think that that means that no one should hurt us, that we're good. But we know she's a great, a good wife without being told that because only a good wife would have this done to her. If she was a bad wife and or a horrible wife, this wouldn't be happening to her. Not with the girl down the street that's 20 something years old. Little right. It wouldn't be, that wouldn't be happening. But what I'm saying is we feel like being something to someone precludes us from then being hurt and harmed. Like that is a reason for no one to hurt us. People hurt people who do the most loving of things. I will say I've been the sun, moon, and stars to somebody. Not because they asked me to be, but because I was young and dumb and beautiful. Still am. But I was being me. Mm-hmm. But I gave all of me to someone who did not understand the value of what they were receiving. And when they showed me they didn't understand the value of what they were receiving in me, I didn't immediately say, okay, fuck you and roll. Because for some reason, you want this person to see you. You want them to understand your value. So you stick around and you keep doing things thinking, okay, yeah, they're going to finally see I'm the fucking sun, moon, and stars. Don't they see what the fuck they have? They shouldn't be hurting me because look at me. How wonderful I am. Did you start doing more to, to hopefully get them to see at that point once you realized that they weren't seeing it? I don't know about maybe. Maybe more. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. Yeah. And they still didn't see it. They still didn't see it. Of course. Mm -hmm. They still didn't see it because if you can't see it in the beginning and you can't and you don't take care of that forever. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can't, you have a fucking goddess and you treat her like she's a civilian you know like why the fuck would you do that that's dumb so you're already you've shown me you're stupid because you don't even realize the blessing that you've received in me so i need to take that message and go you know what okay you don't want this bye okay so luckily for me it did not last forever it didn't last i didn't stay in that place forever and kill my spirit to the point that I couldn't learn how to get back to loving me, focusing on me, focusing that energy on me, and then giving this blessing to someone who was deserving, luckily for me. But I'm sending this message not only to the person who made the request for the topic, but also to anyone that's paying attention. You got to be okay with someone not having you. Being a beautiful person, being a beautiful woman, being a beautiful man, being the sun, moon, stars, being everything to someone does not mean they ain't going to fuck up. They're going to fuck up. You do have to decide, like King said, what are you prepared to do? Because you either have a choice to get rid of this person 
deny them access to you any longer, or you have the decision to move forward with this person. Lifetime contracts like marriage or lifetime partnerships will not mean that there won't be some sort of violation because, again, you're human. Humans make mistakes. You got to decide, is this a mistake you can move over, like move above and over? Because don't stay with the person if you're going to, like, bring it up all the time. Don't stay with the person if you can't actually heal and say then okay we're going this is how we're moving forward in our relationship and then build some sort of trust in that and then not keep bringing it up every single time this person does something that's even a remotely human like oh yes this is me you about to fuck this new neighbor down the street soon as a new truck comes in you gonna fuck her too you know what i mean like you can't you can but what i mean is why stay with the person if you can't move on? The other thing about that is if this person says, all right, let's try this. You know, let's, let's, you want to be, you still want to be with me. I still want to be with you. I did this, but I still want to be with you. You now know who they are. King said, um, you can have a new contract. Now that you know, you can start a new contract. But in that new contract, does it now include their freedom to have someone new? Because you know that that's a place that they are like likely to go to whenever they feel the need for change. I know some people cheat and won't ever cheat again. I know that that is a, a possibility. But this person showed you that for them, cheating is something they may do are you at peace with that the possibility that cheating is a, going to be a part of your relationship or do you want to include the ability to see others now in the new contract and in that will you allow it for yourself is that something you can see for yourself because i feel like it's worse to say, okay, I'm going to accept that this person, my husband is going to take on new lovers occasionally, but then you, you won't for yourself. You know what I mean? You got to have Especially some, if you want to. right. Yeah. You got to be and willing said, to add on to what you said. If she wants to do that and he shuts it down to where he can be the only one who does that, then he's not worth having a contract with to begin with then. Because they're in every contract, it has to be equal playing field for all parties involved. All parties involved has to get something out of this contract. So yeah, yeah if 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 the contract goes, okay, I can I can accept you for who you are, and we stay together, and you be who you are. But I'm also gonna explore who I want to be, and that may include other people. He now has to, he's now in that position that you were in originally when now his wife is openly able to go see others now. Mm -hmm. His punk ass might not be able to handle that. He ain't going to be able to handle it. Absolutely. He's not going to be able to handle it. Mm -mm. He's not going to be able to handle that. Most men can't handle the idea of their woman having another man, especially 
Yeah, they just can't. Mm-hmm. Most men. Um, but I'm going to say it like we're not having a discussion about poly, but it's just an observation I've made in these discussions about poly that makes is tied into this. Okay, so I see a lot of discussions related to poly um, lifestyles or open relationships, and I noticed that the majority of the people that are advocating for it are men, and they're advocating for men to have multiple women. And very rarely do you see anyone advocating for women having multiple men, because I believe that a lot of these ideas about poly is not about it being a social construct that is beneficial to people in any kind of way, that is a a construct that is beneficial to a man (laughs) that wants to have multiple women. With no, like, with no limit at that that's right not, that's not poly yeah because like, again, that's know, not a contract right right just like having some sort of you know having a, a a playing field where you aren't held to any type of standard or responsibilities about these women you know i just want to have I want to have more than one and i don't want you to be able to say anything about the fact that i have more than one you know, because when you came into this relationship, you knew I had multiple women and this is poly. Like, that's not poly because poly would require us, just like we're talking about with this new contract, it would require you sitting down and saying right. that it might be multiple conversations. It may be so many. You may get so tired of the conversation before you actually get to the point where you're making the move to add people into your relationship, but you got to have a firm and clear understanding about exactly what it's allowed. And you got to be okay with it because you can't be in a relationship with someone and then say, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And you just not say nothing about it. Fuck you. I mean, like, who are you? Who are you to say that I can't say anything about you bringing this new chicken? I don't like this new chick. This new chick don't have the energy that I feel is beneficial to our entire arrangement. This new chick is disruptive. You know what I mean? But you just want her pussy. You you don't want me to say nothing. You just want her pussy. So you want me to shut up. So that's why we doing poly. So I feel like there's a lot of conversations surrounding poly that are male dominated because men have notoriously wanted multiple women and never wanted to give them up. And usually give them up for a period of time, just long enough to to maybe, you know, get the woman and and keep up appearances and possibly be married. And then that urge strikes and you want someone new. Well, now with Polly, you don't even have to do that. You just say, I'm I'm Polly and, you know, I'm going to have whoever I want whenever I want it. That is not the new contract that I would advise you to have if you're going to do Polly. You know, there needs to be a firm understanding of exactly the type of partners you're allowed to have in your relationship. How many? Right. How many? Yeah. Whether you can have some too, whether you can veto, whether you can say, nah, not her. That's very important. Yep. Yeah. You got to be able to say that because that energy of whoever is part of your relationship and the foundation of whoever you are must stay intact. As a husband and wife, you are a unit, period. You are a unit. Anything you add should not be subtracting. 
it should not be taken away from whatever you have. But I don't know that this person who made this request would even be open to that. And so I want to get back to just something here. Be okay with it being done. If it's done, be okay with it being done. And, and I know that's easier said than done because when you've given something this long, when you've loved someone this long, it's not easy to just say goodbye. But this person kind of said goodbye to you. He may not have wanted it to be a goodbye. He may have wanted to have you, the good wife, the perfect wife, as you said, and then got some pussy on the side. But he was okay violating the contract. So you can be okay ending this contract and never starting a new one because it may not be for you to start a new one. And if it's a new one you want, then good, be okay with that. But only do that if you can be at peace because the last thing I want anyone doing is jeopardizing their spirit for anyone else. Your spouse, your partner, anybody you choose to spend your life with should not be subtracting from you either. Y'all shouldn't be doing nothing to subtract from y'all as a unit. You shouldn't be making decisions that's going to subtract from you. You should feel good and whole. And your partner should be supporting that with their actions. And if they're not supporting that with their actions, then they're not the right partner for you, even after 15, 20 years. So why did he cheat after 15, 20 years? I don't know. But you don't, don't have either. to stay. You right. don't have to stay. You can be okay with just being done. We, we agree. She she does not have to stay unless she chooses to, of course. Right. Yep. You got anything else to add to this? Nah, we're good. All right. So I guess that's it for um, The Universe is Talking. I had fun with this, even though it was a topic that neither of us were prepared for. Um, it came from the heart what we had to say to her but what we're saying to our viewers all the time um you want to be able to choose yourself i think that's something else if i could add anything else to this is that you do want to choose yourself you have your relationship your marriage your your partnership where you choose yourself as a unit, but that only applies as long as that unit is in harmony, okay? So you and your husband, you and your wife choose each other as long as you're continuing to choose each other. The moment one of y'all break contract and you're no longer choosing each other, you have to be for yourself. People who are not married, people who don't have healthy marriages, okay, they don't often understand that choosing each other part, okay? I'm looking at you, whoever you are. I get it. Somebody's like, girl, do you. Don't fuck around. My okay, I get it. I understand that for 15 years, you've been choosing him because for 15 years, it seemed as if he was choosing you. 
That is a marriage. You do choose your partner. You do sometimes put that other person above yourself. Not to the point that you're falling apart, but if you're both giving, then you can't fall apart. See what I'm saying? I'm taking care of him. He's taking care of me. We taking care of because we're taking care of each other. So yes, being selfless within a marriage that is working is okay. But the moment one of y'all say, I ain't taking care of her or I'm not taking care of him, somebody's got to choose themselves. You don't want to be falling apart out here. There's no point. Mm -mm. And if you fall apart for a little bit, that's fine. Pull yourself together and walk out because they don't deserve you. He does not deserve you. Not if he's fucking good pussy, bad pussy, whatever, down the street, living in the house with her parents. And even if she wasn't, even if she had money, even if she had a great job, how is that a reason to cheat? It's not. I don't advise it. I don't advise staying, but that's me. So that's before, the end. Wait, before you close out, let me just warn our our subscribers and listeners that this is technically the halfway point of season three. We are about to go into the second half of season three now. So the purpose of me warning you all is I chose all of the topics that's coming up for the second half. So you should know that it's about to be some wild shit happening with these topics. I'm about to have a blast with what's coming up next. So be prepared for King to be the wild, crazy, chaotic King that you should know by now if you've been around since season one. He's warning of us of this, but he's been wild and crazy this whole first half. It's just about to be worse. It sure is. All right. So um, thanks for joining us. Uh, definitely leave comments in whatever platform that you're in. If you'd like us to discuss a topic in the future, it, we may not be able to do it this season. It may have to be next season, but definitely inbox, DM, or leave a comment below to let us know what you want to discuss. Until next time, take care.